Religiosanity episode 61. After some time. Oh, it's been it's we, been a we while. We took a break, yeah. So we ha we need to rejoice that religio insanity has exited the world. There is no more religio insanity now that Biden has won. I don't think so. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't think so. so. Religio insanity is still a present uh, and uh, wildly Wait, alive. I saw people dancing on the street. Oh, of course, people were happy and, and so on, but that does not mean that religio insanity suddenly disappeared from this world. Absolutely oh, not. Oh, uh, you, you, you have it everywhere. So there, there is, I would actually say that the American society has uh, an is 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 in an, a profound crisis uh, i would call it spiritual or moral i think that we talked about it but now i will take it even further and i would say that it is a nauseological crisis i think that i heard uh president obama uh, talking about epistemological crisis. That's the same thing. Uh -huh. Nauseology and epistemology are both uh, different ways of talking about the science of knowing. Oh, yes. You know, what we know, how we know it, uh, and whether what we know is important. Yes. And so uh, being brought up in, in Europe, the nauseology is more often used there uh, rather than epistemology. Uh, nauseology is the Greek term, just like epistemology. Uh, it's a theory of knowing. Gnosis is knowledge. Mm -hmm. So it's a theory of knowing. And that's why I like nauseology better yeah. than epistemology, even though it is the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and why do I think that? Uh, just just look at these uh, conspiracy theories and, and everything which is all around us. Uh, clearly, it's shocking how many people clearly bonkers. sign up to that, yes. You, you know, and, and it goes on and on. You have these uh, anti-vaxxers, for instance. That shows you also that there is this... Uh, it's not only as it is often presented as a distrust yes. to authorities. I think it is deeper. It is this uh, disdain for knowledge, disdain not only for science, and that's why nosiology is closer to my heart here. It's, it's just uh, ignorance lifted up to pedestal mm -hmm. and, and worshipped. Yeah. And that is a religious problem, that is a moral problem, that's a societal problem, that's a political problem. Uh, mm -hmm. And I've been, you know, thinking about it for quite a while. We, you know that we are here in, in Radgus Church celebrating regularly uh, Evolution Sunday. Yes. And it is almost like preaching to the choir. That, yeah. that does not Literally. need to be done here, <laughs> yes. you know. But just for the sake of importance of that, it is worthy endeavor. Yes. But because, 
you know, I, I still remember once in 2000 or 1999, 2000, uh, on my different position, I was still working originally from Czech Republic, but I was a mission partner in residence. And did I mention it to you before? I, I, I traveled, so. I, I went to different places and I, I was also sent to a Czech church in, in Nebraska. And as I was there, I think that I mentioned it in one of our earlier episodes, and, and I was picked up in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska from the airport by the local pastor, uh, originally Czech congregation. I was going there to, to be with that uh, lovely congregation. And uh, uh, Clarkson, Nebraska was that place. Uh, and the minister, as we were driving there, uh, Darkness was slowly coming, uh, fields were all uh, prepare, prepared for winter. Uh, over the wa washboard of Nebraskan yeah. uh, undulating landscape uh, and passing by those scattered farms, uh, slowly lighting the lights. Uh, and, 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 and he started to say how disastrous everything was. And it is because no one really believes in hell. And for a moment, <laughs> I thought that he was joking. So I went along, you know, and, 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 and only afterwards, or as we were going through it, uh, through that routine, you know, oh, of course, and, and you know, the fires are not high enough down there. And uh, I, I realized that he was serious. Oh, God, that's great. And, uh, and, and back then it dawned on me, you, you know, how could it be? that there are still these people and even minister educated mm. in a seminary mm. in Presbyterian Church USA mm -hmm. who are living in a medieval times yes world uh, worldview wise yes and how could he be driving a car for instance <laughs> you, you, you know, oh, and listen to radio and watch yeah. television and these other things. There, there is this incoherence in his worldview. Yeah. Uh, in, in one part of the world, uh, of, of his being, in one part of his being, he is stuck in medieval uh, religious thinking. And in another, he is enjoying the, the fruits of technology and science mm -hmm. and and modernity yeah I'm not judging each other but this this is incoherent yeah and and here we are I think that this is that incoherence leaking from this uh, fundamentalistic mindset mm -hmm. more and more because that incoherence which has been there 20 years ago did not disappear or even earlier you know yeah. i'm not saying it that has been there always uh, but give them an opportunity by political economic or other crises that will have tendency of leaking further yes. and further out yes. and this nauseological discrepancy mm -hmm. will eventually eat it out and and this is what i think we are observing uh, you have all these evangelicals uh, for uh, 
who are being who are being fed in their churches these uh, things which are clearly 200 300 400 years back yeah worldviews and and there is this clash yeah and eventually it will somehow come out and this is this, this is the result i think uh the, the, the then then different conspiracies because they live in this uh it, with that incoherence in their souls in their minds yes and and there if yes. if, if if they if they make a piece of this living with this incoherence in their spiritual life it will leach out into other areas mm. Mm. and why not to politics and why not to mm -hmm. uh, social discourse? Of course, that's that's easy step. And especially because churches, especially fundamentalistic churches, they have their own political and moral agendas. Mm -hmm. And so they are kind of almost carrying it over to that field of politics and, and uh, social sciences yes. and, and other things. So that'll be the, 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 the next first uh, infected area of this incoherence and you end up with what we have uh, the, the the situation where um, you uh, th there are people completely nuts yeah and you know that like you said there, there is always nuts like all throughout my life at different points even as a child I was hearing about these end times groups that were really believing that a certain date mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. in the in the early 90s i remember hearing about it you know i mean and then the, uh, about 10 years ago mm -hmm. uh, i heard about it another date and that people were sure and you, it was even on radio mm -hmm. that i accidentally got onto in staten island there was somebody in in a, in a church mm -hmm. out there that was preaching that the day was coming that weekend <laughs> it was it was laughable so but we, we it seemed like we collectively laughed at these people even the the um uh people that we consider fundamentalists were were kind of laughing at these at these folks now it seems like like you're saying this seeping is happening mm -hmm. uh on a grander scale uh, and and I'm wondering why is it that is it this technology is it this social media that's doing this is this happening now uh, infecting it's almost like an infestation mm -hmm. to these people the the people that had the mindset of fundamentalism didn't go to end times or something crazy like that like a pedophile cabal led by you know uh, Democrats you mm -hmm. know so easily you know, 10, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why is that so easy that they're going there now? We even have them in Congress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this social media? Is this the technology that we're using right now to get to, to speak to people right now that are listening? This kind of easy to, everyone can have a podcast and you can listen to somebody like, a very knowledgeable New York Times journalist and then hit a button and listen to us mm -hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. hit another button and listen to those people that are saying it's end times and it all seems like it's coming from the same 
place because it really is. It's coming from your phone. Like, are people, is it that simple? Yeah. No, uh, it, it is. There, there are actually philosophers and, and uh, thoughtful people who were already mentioning it uh, for decades. Merlin Dalt. And he wrote about the origins of the modern mind and how the way the society and our minds are organized was influenced by te uh, technology development, uh -huh. uh, mostly communication. So uh, primary, the development of language, then development of writing, then development of print. Yeah. And we can take it further into development of electronic media the uh, first amplification of the sound, then uh, long transmission like radio. And right now it is an um, electronic um, communication through the internet. Yeah. With social media being like a pinnacle of that. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that I heard him before the social media became a major thing uh, in one of, on one of the conferences uh, of, of uh, psychologists and philosophers in uh, Edwards Island, Edward Island in Canada, uh, Charlottetown. Origins of the modern mind and how we are shaped also by the technology and what kind of crisis it brings with it. And yes, there is clearly a crisis of the of our uh, shared uh, discourse and and knowledge uh, in in our society right now. It, it, it is partly uh, helped with that. So yes, technology plays its role, but I think that uh, our society is specifically uh, susceptible to that for the reasons which I gave. That, that you have here a large proportion of the society in different forms of evangelical and even non-evangelical churches. Yes. You know, I, I've been, I, I mentioned that Presbyterian Church in Clarkson, Nebraska, uh, being led by a minister who believed in hell. Yeah. Uh, and, and believing that if people really believed they were going to burn, that would help them in this life. That would help them that, get that would help the society. <laughs> that that would help the society. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just think about it. You know, this this is just and it is. It is worse than medieval. Yeah. You know, like some vulgar medieval church. <laughs> and it's the first thing he talks about when you're off the plane. No, not immediately. But you're, yeah, no, but, you're but on we the are trip. driving, and and I am I am kind of commenting about uh, inter interesting. Uh, <laughs> features, uh, geomorphological features of, of Great Plains, you know, and yeah. observing those shallow rivers there and, and whatever, and we are draw And then I start commenting about those beautiful houses which are lighting those farms yeah. scattered over the countryside, yeah. uh, you know, and how beautiful it is, uh, you know, trying to partly compliment him, compliment, yeah. Yeah. compliment him, yeah. and partly it was picturesque. Yeah. And, but, but, and and he starts talking about the hell, you, you know, and, and I... This was I, probably a very good thing for you 
to experience that that actually probably helps you right now to in, some in degree, this yes, New York sir. City congregation that is ultra. I mean, just the understanding what is out there in that country. Yeah, yeah. And and being able to talk but, about. But it. when I met with that congregation, on the other hand, those were just regular folks. <laughs> You know, and I could recognize like uh, two-thirds of their surnames because they were Czech originally. Mm -hmm. they, they were like two grandpas still able to, to speak a little bit of Czech. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the other thing was that it wasn't always this bad. Because two ministers before this minister, there was one clearly enlightened mm. who, uh, for instance, did the... How is it called? Uh, geothermal heating of the Manson church. Hmm. You know, it, it means that it must be in, in like early 80s. Yeah, wow. Or the, like during 80s. Yeah. He had to have the drilling company to come and drill their holes for geothermal yeah. to heat his church. So there was a person who was on a cutting edge and clearly not thinking that there is an um, the knowing that yes that heat is coming from below but it yeah. is not because of the hell <laughs> being there <laughs> okay yes. and and uh, <laughs> And then, like two ministers later, you have this complete disaster. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that he was even allowed right. through, through the process within our denomination to, to, to be a minister. And, yeah. and, and then those poor folks, just think about it. You are a parishioner. <laughs> it, it, those are really small villages scattered yes. across the countryside. Yes. And there, there is one or maybe occasionally two churches per that oh. small towns or villages, really. Uh, and so you are a member in one of those. And select uh, selection committee comes up with this candidate. Yeah. And what can you do? You will yeah. listen to this moron. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'll listen to that moron, or or you will find ingenious ways of staying away from church. You know, <laughs> while keeping membership, or I I I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, and it's, you are bound to this church through your generations of forefathers and foremothers and, and everything. Now, and, were, and but were his sermons fire and brimstone? I don't know. I did not hear him preaching. Oh, oh, you, you know, oh, but the, the, just, just guessing, <laughs> guessing, it will leach into it. It, it will yes. come out one That's way right. or another. Right. If, if he is talking to, to a colleague this way. Yes. In a car, driving yeah, him right. from the from the airport, uh, I think that he was full of it. You know, it was the part when when uh, Bill Clinton was going through his process or something right. like that. So uh, clearly, he, he had that. also political agenda right. in it. You know, with that hell or what, whatever. But uh, <laughs> you, you know, it, it it just gives you a pause, and that is clearly this kind of incoherence in the worldview. Of, of many people and it is this is an extreme example yes but even in mainline churches and and so on simply not to offend people or yes. to to be f uh, 
fair and fine with everyone in the congregation. I can imagine that that ministers simply tone down uh, the theological scholarship right. or everything, and and would eventually partly to preserve perhaps their positions or whatever they will kind of nod and uh, agree with crazy ideas of some of the parishioners especially if they form a stronger uh, group within the mm -hmm. session say or something like that and uh, it's 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 disaster yeah yeah. So you have it not only in those fundamentalistic Pentecostal or whichever uh, assemblies of God kind of uh, churches, but the, it is in Presbyterian churches in rural Nebraska, but it can be in uh, New York City as well, in yeah. churches which call themselves Presbyterian, are from a different denomination, say, but uh, are pushing these kind of agendas. Yeah. Or yeah. fine with closing eyes uh, from a theological scholarship, for instance. Yes. You know, I'm yes. often thinking, you know, why I'm doing these kind of the, the we have these discussions about the polytheism in the Hebrew Bible or uh, all all these kind of out there pushing the edges of theology uh, in that area which is close to my heart. There yeah. are other disciplines of theology and I can imagine being that progressive as well uh, there. But this is my area, so I talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, why are we doing it even? <laughs> but then, uh, then, then I realized that, that this is important because that yes. is kind of bringing back that incoherence and trying to make it a little bit more coherent yes so that in that area of theology we are really talking about what is the cutting edge yes of knowledge in that area and for me as i said it is biblical science yeah. you know or biblical uh, biblical theology so uh yeah so Here's my, my last question, because it, just in case we don't talk about this subject for a while, I want you to mm. know this. That pastor you were talking about was probably one of many that rejoiced when that man held up that Bible in front of that church. Mm -hmm. And that man lost the election. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we were worried, and it turns out we had a right to be worried because that man got more votes than anyone that has ever run for president, mm -hmm. ever, except for the guy that beat him this time. <laughs> but he lost, and, he, and it turns out he's, he lost by quite a lot now. So this is why I started with my joke about how religious insanity has gone away because Joe Biden won. But I really want to know now, knowing that this, that we have defeated the enemy in a way. I mean, so now, now what is the enemy though? Like, like, is this a, is this going no, to be a, no, no, is this going to be a, a crisis for us now where we don't, cause we, we needed that. We needed that guy to rally against all progressives 
all all uh, it's, it's still there you you said yourself <laughs> you, you know he was uh, he the, 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 there was how many 70 something million people voting right. for this and and so this dichotomy this split schizis schizis split within the society is still there Yes. And uh, it needs to be healed. It needs to be addressed. And that's why I'm speaking about a nosiological uh, crisis or moral crisis. I think that moral crisis is another aspect of it. Uh, and it needs to be addressed and, and somehow make whole. And I, I don't know how, but first step is actually to understand and analyze it. That is uh, what I learned from, from my medical family. Uh, first, you need to understand what's wrong with that patient and not just going on the superficial symptoms. You need to understand how, they sim how those symptoms together work, where is the source of that illness and then address that uh, and so what we are doing here is our discourse discussion uh, where it might be coming from i think it is coming deep within the, from deep within the soul of uh, american people i would say it historically it goes back to pilgrims and not addressing the, the those uh, early sins uh, early on. First of all, they came already with agenda, which was uh, not getting uh, traction in Europe. I would not take that that well. It is being an American self-glorifying narrative that they were running away from and religious violence there, which is true. Don't get me wrong. I think that there was a lot of uh, religious violence and my ancestry dealt with it. And running away from religious violence also tells you that they were traitors. You can put it two different ways. One way is uh, that that they, they they simply chickened out. Mm. Then they try to ideologically paint it better that they are coming over here to create an exemplary mm. city on a hill. Mm -hmm. You know, rather than dealing with those demons or religious demons where they were uh, they were exporting it over across the Atlantic thinking that they'll create a utopia here. That they will, if only we had a clean slate where we can start uh, without all those nitty-gritty uh, entanglements uh, we were part of in, in Britain and in Holland and elsewhere, uh, we'll be successful. Of course they were not. You know, and those were Calvinists and they did not know Calvin because Calvin would tell them we are thoroughly corrupt 
You know, uh, some people have uh, questions about this and they are saying just look at this uh, catastrophic, dismal view of the human nature in Calvin. Uh, I'm a joyful person and so on, but I think that we need to acknowledge that the human nature in itself has demons in it mm -hmm. and problems. And you are not going to run away from those demons. And those are Calvinists who are running away from that and thinking that they'll create a perfect uh, city on a hill. Mm -hmm. Of course they were not. Very soon they were in the same troubles like they were back in, in old home in, in England and in Holland and in, in continental Europe. Uh, so that's one thing. And they added to it by uh, perpetrating genocide on native people. We talked about it earlier. And, and because they did not have enough manpower, because not that many people wanted to join them on their uh, city on the hill, or at least at the beginning, so, and they needed manpower, they started importing slaves in a big way. And that was another sin they added to it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is accounting for that. And all of that was justified religiously. Mm. All of that was justified religiously from religion. And, and by bending it and twisting it and so that it would fit. Just like right. they did with that city on a hill. Right. Uh, so, you know, they justified slavery. And they justified uh, getting rid of uh, the locals, as they would call them, savages or redskins or, uh, you know, using all different slur words, uh, not recognizing even their humanity. And, 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 you know, so this is deep within the society here. Right. And, the, and the bending needs... and twisting is in our DNA. Almost. <laughs> and, and religious. Yeah. yeah religious. You know, and, and the thinking that you can run away from it. Like they ran away from it in Europe. Mm -hmm. While in Europe, oh, yeah, it was horrible. You know, that, that violence continued. But interestingly, that violence started to ebb as they left. Right. That's right. and, and, and people have figured out, you know, we, we probably need to get eventually away from this religious nonsense. And so the secularism... Words, they, 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 they took it overseas, in other words, almost. In a oh, way. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> secularism. No, no. And, and the other thing that, they, that, it, that would go now with, with my uh, other hobby, which is Hawaiian. You know, and as they were running into deeper and deeper problems here in New England, there, there was that supposed city on a hill, uh, they, they discovered this beautiful paradise islands in the center of Pacific, uh, where a uh, religious crisis created a spiritual vacuum. And so they thought, we did not succeed first time, let us try second time. And so the missionaries went there and missionaries tried to recreate that city on the hill in the middle of the Pacific. And, and it did not work that way. And that was that uh, the, 
that missionary waves which were coming from uh, through here uh, thinking you know here we are we got by devil's uh, intrigues ensnared in the worldliness of the world and and, and so on so let us let us uh, go out and convert new sorts of people and and hopefully we'll be more successful in creating that utopia and and it never works but returning back so these are some of the underlying problems which are here mm -hmm. and i think that simply by constantly insisting that everything needs to be theologically explained, mm -hmm. it creates these uh, incoherencies which then are bubble up and have tendency of influencing and to it add a modern technology which is making it much easier. Yes. Yes. And much faster. Yes. You know, because yes. these missionaries, they had their magazines, they published that once a week if they were lucky, you know, because distributing it uh, by their uh, ho uh, horses and wagons and, and Methodist missionaries on horsebacks and, and something like that. So, you know, that, that spread was slow. Now you press the button and and you sent uh, 1000 emails yes, yes you know you you press the button and it is a post on twitter or on the facebook and depending how you set it up anyone can read it and you can infect like-minded people yeah. everywhere or like-minded it is dislike-minded <laughs> to play with words right you know right but I think that you are right, you know, and, and, and we need to figure out how, how to deal with it. And, and still, I think that we need to analyze it a little bit deeper. And, but we should not forget what we went through. We should not close our eyes from the reality that there are these uh, religious nuts. And there are many of them. And, you, you know, religious nuts, that's, that's not what is there you know it is there needs to be some kind of a new terminology yes because for instance some yes. of those militias with the with the with the guns yes semi-automatic guns yes they still are supposedly confessing some kind of an religious right. uh, inclinations or uh, I, I don't know right. how even to describe it and, right. and I heard them talking yeah. about their faith and, and yeah. religion and they talk in one sentence about yes. their faith in second amendment and in Jesus Christ you know or uh, these kind of things and uh, it, it, it is just crazy yeah and so we should not uh, now think that that is gone yeah. that we want because it is still there yes the yes. most painful kind of uh, boil most painful boil had been or is in a process of being cleaned <laughs> yes 
Okay. Uh, and that's important. But, but the, the underlying infection which caused that boil, say, <laughs> or something like that, is still there. It's Let's, infecting the minds of people. Way. This is a very good way to think about it. Because, uh, and I think that people really want to celebrate right now and think that life is good. And this infection can really do harm under there now. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be even harder because we don't know where it is because that boil is gone. Mm-hmm. That boil is gone and we don't know what the infection is contaminating now under there. No, we need to pay attention. That, that, on the other hand, uh, you know, boil is gone. But I, I think that they'll start small blisters here and there. Uh, and uh, I, I can imagine I that with the, with, with the social media, it, yes. I, I think that we need to continue paying attention to it. Yes, yes. And, and for instance, uh, for myself, I, I decided, you know, like I, I, I mentioned, why are we talking about uh, Yahweh and, and his wife, you know, or something like that. Mm. This is out there. Uh, mm. But it is truthful, current or relatively current uh, scholarship. Yes. And we need to continue doing scholarship. Oh, I believe it. Yes. Because... That is for me, and now we are returning back to that nosiological or epistemological crisis. The way you deal with epistemological crisis is to strengthen your scholarship. Yes. You strengthen your science. You try to create yes. a coherent narrative, yes. which is self-evident or as, as much self-evident as possible. Yes. And, uh, and through that, there is a chance that it, it might persuade some. Yes. They would recognize that, you know, come on, this makes better sense. Yes. Eventually. And, and if you tell the truth to the people, yeah. that will also help. Yeah. And, you know, and that is why I think that it is also important that the... the the current or upcoming administration hopefully will be more truth-telling and and the church needs to be more truth-telling and not to think that oh those were the easy times of medieval thinking no we not right. being intellectually lazy we need to continue being engaged and and pushing boundaries and acknowledge the areas where we struggle, say, or don't know. Uh, things which don't fit easily within those inherited patterns of the theological thinking. But we need to continue working. Yes. And working spiritually, working theologically, and working intellectually. The work continues. Yes. Amen. Till next time.